What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes, okay? Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, I am so excited for today's episode because we are chatting all about the energy of October. It is time, okay? It is time, my friends. We have literally crossed into the threshold of fall. And if you can't tell, let me just say this. I'm very, 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 very excited. Fall is literally my favorite season. Of course, fall has a different vibe here in the South. You know, in New England, I was used to the leaves falling, them changing those beautiful colors, like the oranges, the like golden nectar yellows and having to rake, of course, which was not my favorite thing, which is why I love when I was able to go away to college and not have to help my parents rake, you know, it was good times. But here, you know, we're still in 90 degree weather in Texas. The there, there are no leaves falling from the trees. The leaves are still very much green. It's a different type of scene, but it's still giving fall. And let me tell you something right now. One thing about me, I'm pulling up my Uggs very soon, okay? I'm pulling up my riding boots. I'm pulling up my Uggs. I'm pulling up my flannel. I'm pulling out my pumpkin scented candles, my pumpkin scented everything. I don't like pumpkin coffee, so I'm not a PSL gal. I'm sitting here having a, a caramel iced latte. It's caramel for me every day all day every day or white mocha it's caramel or white mocha or mocha never a pumpkin never a pumpkin but I have come around because I used to never like like pumpkin scented candles I used to always get the the leaf scent or the flannel scent from Bath and Body Works if you know you know like OG scents Bath and Body Works leaves flannel sweater sw sweater weather <laughs> sweater weather Ugh. Oh my God, it just like takes me back to the days. I literally, every time you guys, I smell mahogany teakwood, it takes me back to junior year of college because I literally remember getting into our dorm. That year we were in these like apartment dorms on BU campus. If you know like Stu V1 and Stu V2, if you ever went to BU or you like have been on the campus, the nicest apartments on campus, like literally the nicest. So we lived in, I forget if we lived in one or two. We lived in one of the Stu V apartments. And so junior year, cause you're only eligible to live in them junior and senior year. I don't know if they changed that rule, but that's how it was back then. I say back then, literally it's been like six years since I've been out of college. Ah! <laughs> Oh my God, I'm giving grown women, 
I'm giving, should I know how to do my taxes? I mean, I, I, guys, I really have been doing my taxes for myself for like years. I'm kidding. But no, I remember moving into that apartment and the first thing I did, because Taurus vibes all the way, I'm a Taurus through and through, is I had to set up my sense in the room. I had to set the ambiance. I had to set the vibe. And mahogany teakwood was my first sense of choice for my room junior year. Like, I remember putting up my TV, setting up my little makeup area. I had this window that got the mo well, I had two windows in my room. And I got the most beautiful natural light because I had one of the corner rooms. And so that's why I had two windows. Oh, just the ambiance, the vibes, that entire building. And then me and my best friend, we were literally just like the biggest nerds. I love us for this. We were on, uh, what is it called? We were on this group. Was it, I think it was called the RHA, like Residence Hall Association, I think it was, was called. And we served on that for, I think, all four years of college. So every single dorm that we went into, we served on the RHA and like pro tip if they have something like this at your school I recommend doing it because we weren't RAs like we didn't do RAing <laughs> we weren't RAs but we did the residence hall association because we got to essentially set the vibe for our residence hall because like when we were on that association we were able to plan parties and stuff for our dorm we were able to like set specific rules for our dorm we were able to like control um not control but like really have a, a say into again the events the decor things like that and that's just my jam as you guys can tell at this point so I remember like planning these really fun parties and all the different dorms that we lived in things like that it was just such a vibe and the RJ it was such a like underground secret I feel like no one either no one knew about it or no one like really cared because at one point I think for two or three of the dorms, I was president of the RHA. And I was like, ain't nobody running against me. Actually, no, there was this one time, there was this one year, I think it was sophomore year, someone actually ran against me. <laughs> And we went in so hard for my campaign. We was going hard. We was like, DeAndre for president, <laughs> baby. I'm going to change the whole dorm. And I did win, actually. I did win. We threw some dope-ass parties. It was a whole vibe. So, oh my gosh, can you tell? I like, every time fall comes around, I'm having chills. I like want to go back to college, like all the time. I had to think of some of my coffee. I had like a little tickle in my throat. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what is going on? Um... No, but I just love the fall season. It's truly, truly the vibe for me. And I'm so excited because we're actually here. And today we're talking about October energy. This is going to be a lot, okay? You guys, we have a lot of different things we're going to talk about. And after I go through the general energy of October, we're going to dive into the card reading. So I pulled y'all on Instagram. I was like, do you want me to do pick a card like pal one, two, three? Or should I do it by astrological rising sign this time? And you guys said astrological rising sign. I will say the vote was pretty close. I figured it would be one would win like massively over the other, but I think it was something like 45 and 55% in terms of uh, the one that won. So we're gonna do astrological rising signs today, which means that this video, or video, this, <laughs> this podcast episode, because this one is not actually on video, guys. I'm literally sitting here in my robe. Um, but this one is most likely gonna be a little bit longer than usual, but I would highly recommend if you know your sun, your moon, and your rising to listen to all three. Whenever I 
listen to any sort of astrological readings online. I always start with my rising sign because I personally find that that resonates the most for me. So I'll start with Aquarius and then I'll move to Taurus and then I'll end with Cancer. So that's my rising sign. Then I'll go to my sun, then I'll go to my moon. But if for you, you've noticed in the past that your moon sign resonates the most, or maybe you are listening to this for love specifically and you want to listen to your Venus sign or anything like that, feel free to kind of, you know, move around and listen to multiple ones. I think that's the benefit of doing astrological sign readings because then you can kind of, you, you know, we all have so many different signs in our chart. And so you're not stuck to one pile, one reading and move around and see what resonates with you. Like I said, that means this uh, episode, I keep wanting to say video, this episode might be a little bit longer, but you obviously don't have to listen to every single sign to pick and choose. And all the timestamps will be down below in the show notes so you can, you know, move around as you see fit. Before we even get into those astrological sign readings, we need to cover the general energy of October. And we're going to start with our October energy report. things that happens in October is that Mercury goes direct in Virgo on October 2nd, 2022. So this episode, you guys should be hearing it after Mercury has already gone direct because I am going to upload this on Tuesday versus Saturday just to buy myself some time. I'm traveling this month, so I want to have a little bit of extra time and a little bit of extra recordings to cover me while I'm gone. However, this would have already happened and you may have already started to feel the effects of this. As you guys know, Mercury has been in retrograde for about a month and that last month, I don't know about y'all, but I was feeling that Mercury retrograde. I know so many people that I have talked to have also been feeling it from the tech issues, the tech glitches, you know, things, power uh, being out, computers shutting down, Wi-Fi going wild to the communication issues. I've had so many communication issues at work in the last month where you know I would say one thing to a specific team member they were hearing and interpreting it as something else and then we were having just a mish a mishmap mishap <laughs> we were just having just issues with communication miscommunication misinterpretation and just all together things not being very clear and things not being very direct now now that mercury has gone direct in virgo and again this is happening on october 2nd or this has happened rather on october 2nd you should notice that communication becomes clearer i think another thing that we saw also in the last month is that Mercury going retrograde really brought up, at least for me in my personal life, it brought up a lot of moments where we really had to figure out how to better and effectively communicate our desires and better and effectively communicate what we mean. I think Mercury going retrograde is really a time where yes, you know, all these glitches and all these things. And you know, it's also a time for going inward reflection, kind of looking back and seeing are, are the processes, the things that you have in place for communication are things that you have in place your life are they actually working what do you need to reevaluate what do you need to reassess again you have exes that might come back and they might want to reassess the relationship things like that but i also think that the mercury retrograde period is a really good time for you to actually figure out like how can i better articulate what i need and how can i better articulate what it is that i want from these relationships because we saw this uh, retrograde in libra and then also in virgo but how can i better articulate what i need in these particular relationships and how 
how can I also better make sure that my needs are being met and make sure that me and XYZ person or me and multiple people are on the same page. And now that Mercury has gotten direct, I think it's going to make that communication or not even I think, but I know it's going to make that communication much more clearer, much more effective, much cleaner. And you're going to notice less of those mishaps and kind of like, oh, I said this, but you know, you heard this and you interpreted as interpreted it as this and all that good stuff. And again, Mercury is currently in retrograde as I record this. So if I am stumbling over my words, my Mercury's in Gemini. And so please, you know, give me the grace because it is still retrograde at the moment of this recording. Hi, my love. I'm just popping in as you listen to today's episode to kindly ask that if you are enjoying today's episode, or if you've ever enjoyed an episode of Manifest Daily, that you please leave a five-star review. You can leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. I'm not really sure about the other platforms, so yeah. But if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please take a second to either pause this episode or maybe right after you finish listening to this episode, leave a five-star review. It really helps the show to continue to be discovered by other amazing souls such as yourself. And yeah, it's just, it could be like your good deal of the day. You're Good deal, your good deed, your good deed of the day. So, thank you so much, my loves, for listening. And let's go ahead and dive back into today's episode. Now, the next thing to know is the full moon in Aries on Sunday, October 9th. Now, this full moon in Aries is forming an opposition with the sun in Libra. And in astrology, an opposition happens when the planets are across the astrological wheel from one another. So they are 180 degrees apart, polar opposites. So we know that Aries is a fire sign. So when we think of Aries, we're thinking of, you know, the fieriness, the impulsiveness, kind of like the outspokenness. And there is a lot of that energy popping up here, especially because we are being called to tap into our individuality. But because this full moon is in opposition with Libra, this full moon is also emphasizing the need to find balance between caring for oneself and caring for ourselves and also caring for the needs and catering to the needs of other people and other, which because we're talking about Libra, this could potentially be a partner. We could potentially be talking about like caring for a romantic partner and how we show up in a romantic relationship or just a relationship where you're really close with someone. So this full moon and this like full moon opposition with the sun in Libra is emphasizing the dichotomy between independence and dependence or independence and codependence and not codependence meaning like bad bad codependency but more so just again leaning on another being in relation with another these are conflicting energies so the key here is really to find a solid middle ground and to not neglect either side you're basically having to ask yourself what do I want? What are my goals? What are my visions? What do I see myself creating? And when you begin to let go of your need to fully please others, you can really tap into understanding how to actually and fully cater to yourself. So we did see a lot of this play out in September where many of us were forced to evaluate the fairness in our relationships. And we may have also seen that a lot of relationships in September, when we really sat with it and when we really were present in that energy, we realized that some of the relationships that we may have started and formed earlier on in the year, or maybe even earlier than, you know, before 2022, 
maybe they weren't as even or fair or just they weren't right for us. They weren't balanced in some way. And we had to evaluate, well, how can we create better balance in this relationship? Does it mean that I need to show up better? Does it mean that this person in the relationship needs to show up better for me? How, like, what does that look like? So we did see a lot of that play out in September. But what is happening right now is that we are really being called to sit with what we need as an individual. If you are feeling out of balance, if you are giving more than you're receiving, and this isn't a thing of like, you know, I only give so much because I expect to receive so much, but it really is about understanding that you can't, and again, cliche saying here, but you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you consistently and constantly giving and giving and giving and giving to another, especially if you are specifically thinking about this energy playing out in a relationship, but if you are consistently giving to another and you are not receiving what you need to be nurtured and what you need to grow and what you need to evolve, how can you expect to continue giving at a good capacity, at a good level, especially if you are not properly nurturing yourself and properly being nurtured by that other? We're sitting with this, again, asking ourselves, what do we want? What are our goals? What are our visions? And this may be a time where you have to let go of specific things in order to allow yourself to fully tap into your individuality and fully claim that energy. This full moon in particular is affecting those with Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, Sun, Moon, and Rising predominantly. As a Cancer moon, I'm feeling it, y'all. I feel like I'm feeling it. But no, this is a really good time. Again, I think Aries is a beautiful sign, especially when it comes to, again, that idea of individuality and the idea of really seeing oneself as being, a, you know, a center of one's world. At the end of the day, yes, we are interacting with others and we all make up parts of a collective. We are all leaning on each other in some way, shape or form. But I think it's really important to understand that in order to truly nurture the world, in order to change the world, in order to bring goodness to the world, we can't always just fully focus on giving and pouring outward. We have to also focus on pouring inward and really catering to and taking care of ourselves. So that's kind of the, the energy that's, that we're sitting with for this full moon in Aries on Sunday, October 9th. Next up, we have our new moon in Scorpio, which is taking place on October 25th, 2022. Now, this new moon in Scorpio is also a partial solar eclipse, and we know that eclipses are pretty powerful. Again, this is like a partial solar eclipse, so I mean, it, you can argue that maybe the energy is not as strong, but I think eclipses, I always feel the effects of full and new moons and especially so when it is an eclipse taking place. So this energy can have a really powerful and long lasting effect on us. This new moon is also conjunct with Venus and in astrology, a conjunction means that the planets are very, very close together in the sky and usually they are in the same sign. And this conjunction emphasizes a need for us to bring more balance to our relationships. With this happening, in the sign of Scorpio, things related to intimacy, diving deep, because, you know, Scorpio is a sign of sort of like really exploring the taboo, exploring the topics that maybe people usually don't want to talk about or things that get brushed under the rug, um, the occult, things like that, or even power, which I think power can sometimes, when we talk about power, can seem very taboo. People want to talk about power as if power is a bad thing, because I think similar to when we talk about money, a lot of times we will 
equate power and or money with bad people, bad decisions, people who have too much power, too much money, and who are not changing the world for what we believe is the better. And so power can also be one of these more like taboo topics. But again, because this new moon is happening in the sign of Scorpio, things related to these specific issues might be highlighted or might be extra highlighted, brought to the surface a bit more. This partial eclipse is also bringing in new beginnings in these areas for many of us. So this could be a time where you are possibly working through intimacy issues. Again, if you are in a relationship and maybe, you know, all the stuff that's been happening before was highlighting a lot of that imbalance in your relationship and you're really trying to bring balance to it, maybe this is a time when you were exploring issues around intimacy. What does it mean for you to open up? What does it mean for your partner to open up? What does it mean for your parent or your best friend to open up? And how can you become really vulnerable in order to move your relationship to a deeper level, to a more, to a level that feels a little bit closer, a little bit more intimate, right? This may be a time when you are trying to better yourself or even evaluating certain investments that you're making. You may also feel called to take steps towards better managing shared resources. So maybe this is an account that you share with a partner. Maybe this is an investment account that you have. So that's kind of a shared resource you're investing in, you know, it's usually pools of money, multiple people investing in a thing. So maybe you're like trying to better understand how to invest, trying to make better investments, better business investments. This could also be a time where you are better managing your, your actual just investments in life, things like loans or credit card debts. I know for me that I literally just took so much time yesterday. And this again, is not even right around the 25th of October, but I am feeling that energy really heavy already because I've just been taking so much time to really reevaluate my budget. I've had to do a bunch or I didn't have to do, but I actually recently made a large investment into the business in terms of redoing the entire brand. I don't know if I mentioned this in a podcast episode or not, because I may have mentioned it in an episode that I actually never published, but I am going to be rebranding Manifest Daily completely. Uh, nothing is going to change in terms of the content, but like I'm just rebranding and it feels like the right time, but that also required a large investment with a designer and it's just requiring an investment in terms of faith, right? But because of that, I've had to reevaluate, you know, how am I spending money in other areas? You know, what, how can I rejuggle things in order to really make sure that I'm moving forward and progressing with my goals? Because I have so many goals for 2023 that really come down to money. And there's only so much money that I am, you know, bringing in right now for, and most of this honestly is funded by my nine to five. So there's only so much money that I'm working with. So I really had to take a, a, a second to really think, and not even a second, I took like hours and I was kind of stressed about it, but to really sit and reevaluate my budget, reevaluate how I'm spending, reevaluate my income and reevaluate my goals altogether. So you might be feeling called to take steps towards doing that as well and just becoming better at managing money, especially if maybe you have some money stories or some issues with money or some, some a relationship with money that you're not necessarily proud of. This could be a time when you are taking the time to really truly sit with that and figure out how to better that relationship. Scorpio new moons are also good times to work on ourselves and tackle the things that make us feel like we're giving our personal power away. So this could be things from tackling your imposter syndrome, tackling your issues with self-esteem, tackling your issues with self-confidence, any of these issues or any of these things that you may be working through, you might find that you're being really, really, really called to like dig deeper, dive deeper, and really address some of these things during the Scorpio new moon. Another thing happening on October 25th, 
2022 is Jupiter retrograde enters Pisces. So we talked about Jupiter retrograde earlier this year because we had Jupiter retro go retrograde in Pisces. Then it went into, I believe it went into Aries and now it's going back into Pisces. So with Jupiter retrograde entering Pisces on October 25th, you may be feeling really called to go inward and meditate on how you're creating the bigger picture of your life and how you're really manifesting your dream life. This is a time where we can feel called to sit down with our journal, to sit down with our planner and to write down our thoughts. I again felt called to do this because y'all know I really want to purchase a home and that's something that I am working towards in terms of saving and just in terms of trying to plan and better my credit and all of these different things. And I'm definitely going to talk about this process as I actually get, you know, closer to and, and purchase a home and actually bring this manifestation to life. I will definitely talk about how I was able to do it. Part of my journey with that was sitting down and writing down what I actually want in a home. I actually got this message. It was one of my like 3 a.m. messages from my guides. I literally woke up in the middle of the night. Sorry if you guys can hear a plane. Like, where is that? coming from I don't see it but I can hear it um so I I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like I need to write down what I want in a home because for so long I've just kind of been saying it like oh you know three four bedrooms I love natural light and this that, the other safe neighborhood whatever but I've just kind of been saying it and, and just you know having it in my head or whatever so it's like I need to write down a tangible list in the same way that one writes down a list of the type of partner that they are trying to manifest I wanted to write down a list of the type of home so you might be feeling called to do that as well with your life like writing down you know what am I actually manifesting what does my dream life look like what are some things that are non-negotiables for me in this particular life and how am I actually working towards creating that dream you might even find yourself asking if this is something that you truly want to create maybe you started off 2022 or 2019 or 2020 with a specific goal or vision and you've been working towards it for so long that you've gotten caught up in the actual work and now that you take a step and a step back and look at it, you're like, wait a second, do I actually want this thing? Kind of similar to when I talked to you guys about childhood and being a mother in my uh, my last episode or my episode right before that last one, where I was talking about for so long, I've wanted to be a mom. For so long, I've been like, oh, I want, you know, three, four or five kids and this, that and the other. But then when I sat with that recently, I was like, well, is this something that I truly want? Is this something that Deandra in this particular chapter, in this particular season wants? Or or is this something that I have just thought that I should have thought that I should manifest thought that I should want because we see you know these love stories played on social media someone meets someone they're dating for a long time we see the engagement story then we see them get married beautiful you know Cinderella wedding then we see them pop out pregnant and it's like oh my gosh like babies 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 and it's just this very specific script this very specific set of uh activity or set of um milestones that happen you know buying the house having the kids the play dates the this the that and we see that and we have been so conditioned to think that that is the, the picture of success but when you sit with what you are actually calling in for your life ask yourself do I want this like is this actually something that would make me happy is this something that would fulfill me or is this something that I'm creating and manifesting simply because I think I should this is a time where you have to ask yourself the difficult questions and push yourself 
yourself a bit further on your self-healing journey. Really, it is a time where you are asking those difficult questions, but you're also needing to hold immense compassion for yourself. Remember that you are human and if for a while you've wanted something because you thought you should want it or you've wanted something because everyone else around you gets it and they look happy and so you think, well, I should have that thing too. That's what I should have too. Don't be so down on yourself for thinking that way for a long time, especially if you've realized you no longer feel aligned to that or want that. Conditioning is so powerful and we are interacting with other people on a day-to-day basis. We are individuals, but we live in a collective world. We are constantly and consistently being influenced by the world around us. So if you have been influenced, there's nothing to feel ashamed of. It's just really allowing yourself that compassion to say, maybe I've changed my mind. Maybe I no longer want this. Maybe I want to shift the direction that I'm going in. Maybe I want to pivot and really be compassionate with yourself. If you've put years and years and years into into one particular goal of your life and now you want to change, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay to start over. It's okay to start fresh. As long as you're following what you feel aligned and called towards doing, then it is absolutely okay for you to start over. And it's never going to be a mistake if you do that because really you're following that aligned path for yourself. My loves, we also need to talk about the Mars retrograde in Gemini, which is happening on October 30th, 2022. And this retrograde ends on January 12th, 2023. So similar to when Mercury goes into retrograde, this could lead to misinterpretation, miscommunication, and just mixed signals overall. This can also be a pretty challenging transit to experience. You may notice a decrease in your energy, your libido, things like that. When Mars was in Aries earlier this year, which was June 27th, 2022 to August 10th, 2022, we noticed a surge of energy and a desire to start new projects, start new things, just like there was just so much energy so much excitement so much motivation to go around and this literally was such a good time I remember feeling this transit specifically because I was so excited about different projects that I was launching this was around the time that I actually was in the middle of prepping to launch the daily scandal which is my second podcast if you guys don't know so there was so much going on so much again energy flowing desire motivation like it was the feeling of y'all know when you wake up in the morning and you are just ready for your workout or ready for a day something that you have planned for the day and you hop out of bed okay turn your swag on (laughs) like the energy is flowing that was the energy of mars being in aries but with mars going retrograde in gemini we're gonna notice a totally different energy this lowered energy may also cause you to feel a little frustrated with yourself so it could be feeling like you know oh my gosh am I lazy like why don't I have any energy to do this like why don't I have the libido to do this like where's my motivation no a lot of times when that's happening especially you know because we all still have to maintain a nine to five or you know our projects our work like whatever you know kids just life in general all of the different responsibilities that we have going on a lot of us are feeling that lack of motivation that lack of energy trying to cope with the quote-unquote new normal and it was a really tough time but During that time, there may have also been moments of frustration. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I so tired when I have more time on my hands? Why can't I get these things done when I have more than enough time? And this may be 
see a bit of that energy that you are feeling right now. This is also the energy that may exist during the pre-shadow of this particular retrograde. So if for the entire month of October leading up to this Mars retrograde in Gemini that's happening on the 30th, you're feeling this energy of like, I have no motivation. I am so tired. Like, I just want to lay in bed. I don't really want to do anything. I'm feeling just like wanting to sit in my laziness and not really wanting to do anything or even get out of bed. This is that energy that you're feeling during that pre-shadow period. This may also be a time where we notice more rumors and gossip or people that are choosing to actively misinterpret our own words. I think the internet is such a place for this, such an ecosystem <laughs> for this in particular, because you'll notice people on the internet will say one thing. Um, I think I saw a meme about this one time. It was like, if you say on the internet, I don't like apples, then someone could take that and be like, you know, creating a whole entire story of why you don't don't like apples or being like oh you don't like fruit in general you don't like red fruits or you don't like green fruits or you, you don't like fruits with seeds like they take that one thing you said and they run with it and create an entire new narrative an entire new story and you're like baby where, where were you pulling that information from because <laughs> that wasn't what I said at all so this is very much that vibe of like people choosing to hear one thing or to see one thing or to you know pick up bits and pieces of information that they want to perceive that they choose to perceive versus really actively trying to understand the full picture and full story and for that reason just like when mercury is in retrograde this is a really good time to make sure that you're being as clear as you can however that's not going to necessarily prevent people from misinterpreting your words or from misinterpreting your intention or your meaning but it is going to kind of help to safeguard that as much as possible it's also why like when i was sharing my uh, child free episode I was so nervous about that but I also want to thank you guys for the feedback on that I wasn't sure what I expected part of me was kind of like oh my god am I going to be like canceled on the internet because I literally am you know sharing um, very intimate details of my life in that particular ep episode and also just very deep thoughts that I've been having that are not necessarily tried and true the traditional rather thought so I was really nervous about that but I I really want to thank you guys who reached out with feedback of maybe you've been through similar experiences or you're going through similar experiences right now and just sharing with me because I think it just showed me that that episode was needed and necessary and even though it was kind of scary at first putting together that episode and sharing that information I did really feel called to talk about it because it's just been on my heart heavy these days and something that takes up a lot of my time and my thoughts and just my energy so yeah but even in the episode I was trying to be very very clear about my particular thoughts my particular stance on things with making it known that how I feel and decisions that I have made in my life do not have to mean that you need to make those particular life decisions or you need to hold those particular beliefs. And that's one thing about, you know, our world, about being a human is that we can have opinions and beliefs and experiences that are very unique to us and we don't have to force those on other people. We don't have to make someone else experience what we have experienced for them to understand or for them to empathize we can solely have our unique experiences and and have them be exactly just that so this mars retrograde in gemini and 
hopefully I haven't said Mercury retrograde. I feel like maybe I stumbled a little bit earlier, but Mars retrograde, this Mars retrograde in Gemini is going to force us to make sure that we are discerning about what we're listening to and what we're consuming. What information are we picking up from social media, from the news, from any other media outlets, and how are we spreading that information? And are we spreading that information without knowing the true facts, without knowing all of the facts? Words are powerful as much as, you know, people will say, oh, people say anything. People are, you know, project when they're mean and, and project if they're jealous and hate you and whatever. And words are powerful and it is important to be kind. It is important to project goodness onto other people. I, I don't think there is any necessity for anyone to use their words in a malicious way towards anyone and be very mean without any provocation. But I don't think that is necessary. So this is a time when we are really, really, really being forced to remember that words are powerful and that the words that we speak, the words that we speak over ourselves, and the words that we speak over others, we should be using them to make a positive impact. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. 
Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Okay, my loves, now that we have finished doing the general October energy report, we're going to dive into the astrological sign readings. Timestamps will be down below. Please make sure to check your rising sign, your sun sign, and your moon sign. Let's go ahead and dive in. So first up, we have Aries, sun, moon, and rising, and you have two cards today. The first is the woman holding a coin, and the second says within the next few months. Now, the woman holding a coin, let me tell you about her real quick. We got to talk about our girl right here, okay? First of all, she is giving opulence. She is giving luxury. She is giving, baby, come correct. Or don't even don't even approach me if you're not going to come correct. That is what she's giving. She is dressed in this beautiful black and purple gown. I feel like whenever I see purple, this is like legitimately a thing too. But purple just gives me vibes of royalty, luxury, opulence, just absolute immaculate vibes. And she's sitting on this what looks like a throne with her black cat. So some of y'all may have pet cats, but she has her black cat who also is wearing some purple and she's holding a coin and she's giving very much the vibes of she is getting her money. Like she's getting to the bag. This is the literal symbol of going after the bag and getting the bag, confirming that you have it, calling in abundance, calling in money. In the past couple energy reports, we've had different readings where we have been talking about money and abundance and resources, things like that. But for anyone who's picked this or not even picked this specific pile, but for anyone who is Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, or you have like prominent Aries placements in your chart, this here is really signifying that you are calling in a lot of abundance so it might be something like you're starting a new business or maybe you already have a business venture going and in the next few months you're going to see something happen something like either takes off or maybe you land a really good job something will be happening in the next few months where you are going to be calling in a lot of financial resources financial stability financial abundance that overflow that you have been manifesting for maybe a long period of time the vibe here is opulence it's luxury there is a focus on that financial stability it may also be that someone in your circle or maybe like you're working with a specific mentor or coach or maybe even like
like a CPA or something like that, someone might be giving you specific advice about how to better use your money. I know we talked about like the Scorpio new moon and how that might be a time where you are really reflecting on your shared finances. How can I approach my money better? How can I approach my investments better? So you might actually pick up a piece of financial advice during this time, like maybe it's this month or next month, that's going to bring in more money, more stability, more abundance in the next few months for you. Either way, this is a positive card. This is a positive reading. This is amazing. So look out for the possibility of new money coming in. Look out for new opportunities to make new money. Maybe something that you're not necessarily expecting or not even looking for. But the way that this woman is sitting on this throne She's giving very much, I deserve to be here. I am meant to be here. So that is the vibe that y'all need to be walking with into this next quarter, into the next year. Just walking with the vibe of like, you are literally luxury, opulence, just immaculate vibes personified. Walk with that energy, be about that energy and watch that money flow in. Hello, my Taurus sun, moon, and rising love muffins. We are diving into your reading. So the two cards that you guys have are walking away and be assertive. Now, y'all already get the vibes that this story is telling, so I don't even know if I gotta go too deep into it, but you know I'm gonna do it for you anyways. So in the walking away card, we have this woman who is in this beautiful kind of like pink and orangey gown. It's, it's, it's hot pink. It's definitely a hot pink. And she is walking away. She's walked through these gates in particular. And you can see that the gates are closing behind her and she's walking towards, you know, this like bright light energy. It looks as if she's walking towards something that may possibly be better for her than what she's left in the past. And coupled with this be assertive energy or be assertive card rather is giving me the vibes of like, y'all need to stand up and say what you got to say. Say it with your chest. Okay, say it with your chest. You might be in a particular situation. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it is with a friendship that you have which is obviously a categorization of a relationship you might be putting up with some shit that you don't want to put up with anymore like you're tired of feeling like people are walking over you you're tired of feeling as if you are not fully standing up for yourself you're tired of feeling as if your ideas aren't being heard your voice isn't being heard again when we talk about a lot of the energies that we have been dealing with recently there's a lot of stuff coming up about are the relationships, the partnerships that we are in, whether they be work, whether they be platonic, whether they be romantic, are they actually fair? And are we getting what we need out of these particular relationships? And maybe in your life, you've come to the decision that there's a particular relationship in which you feel like you are not being served in the right way. You're not getting what you need out of it. You're not getting what you need to be nurtured, what you need to evolve, what you need to grow. And you feel as if you need to stand up. And this is your sign be assertive say how you feel say what you need from the other person or the other party and tell them exactly what it is that's been on your mind you can't sit there and just hold these thoughts in your head and expect people to read your mind you can't just you know sit around and be like okay well if I'm just like you know not texting back on time or if I'm kind of like being really cold in my responses or if I'm doing this or if my emails are short or if I'm not taking their calls like they're gonna get it they're gonna know 
no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. People are dense. They might know something's off. They might be like, oh, so-and-so, like, she's kind of being weird. Or he's, like, you know, not, like, answering my messages in the way that he usually does. But, like, oh, whatever. It'll blow over. Like, people will do that. You need to be assertive. You need to stand up for yourself. And if, in this case, standing up for yourself and being assertive means, you know, calling someone out and being like, I will walk away from this situation if you can't serve me. Be prepared to do that. Do not put it out there if you're not prepared to do it. Make sure that if you are letting them know, I'm standing up for myself and I'm saying how I feel. And if this is, you know, something you can't offer me, if what I need to be nurtured is something that you can't give to me, I will have to walk away for the sake of my own mental health and for my own self-love and my own self-respect. If that is where you're standing, if that's the hill you're going to die on, make sure that you are ready to actually walk away. Be assertive, Taurus. Say what you mean. Stand up for yourself and make sure that the other people in this particular relationship and in this particular scenario are very, very, very clear on your stance in whatever you're dealing with. Hello, my Geminis, and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have are Reconsider and Caring Connections. So on the Caring Connections card, we have two people. It's a woman and a man. The woman is holding like these flowers that I think the guy may have given her. And they're just like in this very cute um, romantic embrace. So this reading is screaming very much like romance and romantic situations. But if you're not in a romantic situation or are not even thinking about one for the sake of this, I'll give maybe a different interpretation right after. But for the sake of this, the vibe I'm getting is that there might be a specific romantic relationship that you need to reconsider and I don't think this is like a bad reconsider like almost like oh mm, really think about that person and if you want to be with them I'm getting more the vibe of like the opposite almost like maybe there was you know you saw this cute guy at like I don't even know like a Starbucks or something and he approached you and he was trying to talk to you but like maybe he was a little bit nervous and kind of awkward and so you just wrote him off. You were like, nah, he ain't giving what he needs to have, Gabe. He didn't approach correct. Like, he didn't come right. Nah, I ain't gonna talk to him. Like, I'm gonna give him my number, but like, it's... I'm blocking him or something like that but it's giving like reconsider that particular connection and maybe give this person a chance that's literally what I keep hearing is like give this person or give this connection a chance I don't think that well this definitely first of all does not apply to any particular like toxic relationships or toxic situationships so like if you were with someone and y'all had this toxic back and forth and they're trying to come back into your life and they're like hey what's going on let me talk to you ma no no you're blocked go away no <laughs> like the situation is done it's over it's finito but if there is a particular situation with like a person or maybe a relationship it could even be and this is the different interpretation it could be something like a new business partner or a new business venture or a new job like something where you would be entering into a partnership with another person or an other but really or even a friendship as well like maybe you met someone and you were considering like getting to know them and being their friend but something like maybe they did something and you kind of were like oh no I'm gonna cut them off real quick reconsider that I think again Mercury was in retrograde right so maybe this was a case of miscommunication misinterpretation maybe you misunderstood something about the situation and we're very quick to write them off if of course your intuition is screaming absolutely not and if you're getting like red flags like back to back to back to back 
that's a whole different story. But if you haven't gotten any red flags and if your intuition isn't screaming no and it's more so this case of your ego being like oh no like mm, you know his his like shorts were like below his knee he was wearing basketball shorts at starbucks like that's a no <laughs> or maybe it was something my ick is like i don't like seeing men's toes one thing about me i don't want to see your fucking toes <laughs> so maybe maybe this man showed up to starbucks and he has some flip-flops on girl give him a chance let the man live okay he was trying to run some quick errors he didn't think he was gonna meet the love of his life that day let him breathe let him live a little bit so this is what that's giving me reconsider the connection give this person this thing this job whatever uh, you know another once over another glance of course again if you are not getting any intuition or intuitive vibes that you should run the other way and if it's just kind of ego i say go for it give it another chance Hello, hello, hello to the Cancer, Sun, Moon, and Risings out there. So your two cards say community and the situation will improve. These two cards are really simple and the message that I am receiving for your specific situation is if you're someone who has been calling in connections, platonic connections, maybe new friendships, that the situation will improve. I know we've had several conversations about making friends as adults and it can often be a really hard process. You're not maybe in specific groups or situations where it's easy to make friends right maybe you're working from home you know you're not in school anymore so you don't have like the classmates and the people that you see on this regular basis maybe you just move to a different state or a different country or a different city and you are away from all of the familiar things and the familiar places that make up a community for you and you're starting over in some shape and form so this can be a really tough place to be in but these cards are really saying that the situation will improve. Things will get better. I think it's important to remember to keep putting yourself out there, whatever that looks like and means for you and whatever is a little bit, you know, past your comfort zone, but of course, something that feels doable for you in this particular chapter of your life. So everything from maybe joining a Facebook group, maybe joining a specific Reddit thread, trying to find people on meetup.com, trying a new hobby, all of these different things. I will say that, you know, I'm someone who, has tried to put myself out there many different times through these different mediums and it is definitely something that is nerve-wracking it can be nervous going into a meetup group or going to an event by yourself so if you're someone that doesn't necessarily have the courage to particularly put yourself all the way out there like that just know that the more that you're continuing to align yourself with your interests align yourself with new hobbies you will naturally find those friendships and naturally make those connections so maybe you don't force yourself to go to a meetup group or maybe you don't force yourself to join in a Facebook group but if you are interested in something like let's say you want to learn how to paint and you go to a painting class maybe you happen to meet some friends through that painting class because you sit next to someone and you start chatting about paints because you're so excited and so passionate and so interested in it and a friendship naturally forms so I will say to you cancer that if you are looking to improve your situation when it comes to your community, really focus on nurturing your passions, really focus on trying new things, trying new hobbies in those particular areas of your life. And then also just be open when you go to these places. Maybe don't wear the AirPods when you're at the grocery or don't, you know, wear the AirPods when you're walking around your city if you're going on a walk. Like just really make yourself open and make your energy open and know that you will attract the community that is perfect for you. Like I said, I know it can be hard making friends 
friends as an adult. And, you know, it's something that if you have a friend group or, you know, if you had a friend group before and you're trying to create a new one, it is a daunting thing, especially to do as an adult, but it's definitely possible and quality over quantity, you will find your community and you will find your group and your tribe soon enough. Hi, my Leo muffins and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have are financial constraints and ask for help from others. So these two cards together indicate that you might be going through a time where you're really feeling that things are tight when it comes to money. I know a lot of us are, well, if not all of us are experiencing just kind of like the financial constraints of life in general as we deal with inflation and so many other issues that are impacting us economically. So this might be something that you are feeling really, really heavily on an individual level or maybe just like your family on like a personal level through like your parents or maybe your spouse or maybe you're feeling the financial constraints in your life right now and you've had to change a lot of your different approaches to life maybe you've had to cut out certain hobbies or cut out certain indulgences in order to feel as if you are being a bit more financially conservative this might be a time where you are being asked to ask for help from others I know for a lot of us that asking for help from others especially when it comes to finance can be really hard to do and it can be something that brings up a lot of feelings of shame so maybe you are wanting to ask your parents for help maybe you need some help paying some of your bills or maybe you need some help paying some of your tuition for school or or maybe you just need help funding a particular thing for your business or it could even be something like you're wanting to start a new business or you're wanting to dive into a new venture but you don't have all of the money there and you're needing to crowdfund or crowdsource maybe start starting some sort of like GoFundMe or something like that to raise money for your community or to get help from other people in order to bring this vision to life. Whatever the case is, Leo, I want you to remember that it is safe and it is okay to ask for help from others. This country in particular in the US places such emphasis on individualism instead of community. I think we've started to see the shift from individualism to community and to really being able to ask for help from others and lean on our community members, whether they be our friends, Friends, blood relatives, spouses, partners, whatever, people from work, and being able to lean on other people in order to get support in different areas of our life. So if there's something in particular that you are needing to fund or get help with financially, and you have someone in mind that you've been wanting to ask that help from, but you're just afraid of maybe that shame, that stigma, what are they going to think? Am I going to be a failure? Are they going to think I'm a failure if I ask them for help with this thing? Just know that it is okay to be able to lean on other people in your times of need especially if you are doing it because you understand that you have a particular vision and you know that they're going to understand your vision too don't be afraid to ask for that help they are definitely going to help you out and maybe they even you know feel intuitively that you want to ask them but they're just waiting for you to come to them for that help so don't be afraid to reach out leo it is going to be okay and it is okay to lean on others in our time of need Hi, my Virgo love muffins and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have are door to romance and perfect timing. I also want to add that when I put the cards down, 
the trust card was also facing up for the angel answer. So you also have like a bonus third card that says trust. Again, there's a really simple but beautiful message here. And I think that's kind of been the theme for all of these readings so far, especially if you've been listening to any other readings for your other signs. But if you're single right now, this is a reminder that the relationship that you're looking for, the romance of a lifetime literally is coming in perfect timing. In the card, we see this door that is like opening up we have all of these beautiful like hearts that are floating in the air and then we have this heart that's in a cage and even the windows on the doors are hearts so there's so many hearts present and it's really showcasing that the doors are opening for you whenever we think about the things that we're manifesting and we're going through that waiting period where we've decided that we want it we have gotten clear about what we want we have put it out there to the universe to god we have prayed for it we have decided that we are going to let it go it's in god's hands it's in the universe's hands that that waiting period can be so tough and it's easy to say oh you know we'll just trust and have faith and you can trust and you can have faith but you can also still have both of those things and still experience the moments where you're like where is my prince charming where is my cinderella where is the person that i want to spend my life with where is you know not the other half because we are completely whole on our own you know but where is my person like where my beards at and i totally understand that because i literally I have no Virgo placements, but I, I feel, I feel for y'all. Cause this is how I feel too, on like a, a daily basis of you can be enjoying your life and absolutely enjoying your freedoms and your singlehood and whatever, but still feel like, well, where is that person and when are they coming in? But these cards here are just reminding us that things are happening in perfect timing. Trust, trust that they are unfolding the way that they are unfolding for a specific reason. Trust that you will meet this person when you are supposed to meet them. It's not going to happen on your time. That's the thing. We are literally humans here. And sometimes you want to push and force and, you know, make the doors open. We want them to open. It's like God has a bigger plan. You feel me? Like there is a bigger plan in place. Your person might be sitting there working through specific issues and specific things that they need to work on for their journey and until they are healed from that and until they are ready to meet you you will not meet them you might be ready you might be in the energetic space and the you know the things everything else in your life is like going well and put together and you're like well all that you know I want all that's left is like that person and that might be true for you but for them on their end they might be going through a lot more and having to work through a lot more before actually meeting you so really understand that there's a whole puzzle at play here and just because you haven't met that person yet just because you haven't experienced that connection yet doesn't mean that it is not coming does not mean that it's not coming at all it just means that it is going to happen in the perfect timing for you and your life and that person in their life and for the good of everyone and everything involved and if you are not single please listen to another listen to your your sun your moon or your rising okay go listen to another reading because this one is definitely giving romance okay honey the car says daughter romance i ain't got nothing else to say but that Hi Libras and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have are hostilities and within the next few months. So let me tell y'all about this hostilities card because I ain't never seen this card in all my what like two years no one year I think it's been a year of me having this card deck it's this man he is shirtless he's wearing like one of them like old school and by old school I mean like Roman times <laughs> like old school the little skirts and he has his like head cap oh my gosh I'm not describing this well at all but he has like his not a crown but his like head thing 
on a tree stump, like his metal head gear, <laughs> and he is holding a sword. And this man look like he ready to fight. He's ready to tussle. He is ready to go. He's not playing no games. The fight is in his eyes. The fire is in his eyes. And Libra, these two cards together are indicating that you might be going through a particular period where it's like you're kind of like going head to head with somebody. There may be a very tense, very um, hostile environment that you're a part of. It might be a work environment. It might be a home environment. It might be... I don't know, a different type of environment, but you're in something right now where there's hostile energy coming towards you. Maybe somebody, you know, they're being passive aggressive. Maybe somebody's been rude to you. Maybe you're again in this toxic work environment and your boss has been like trying to tussle. They try to fight. They come in with the fight in words and they're saying some crazy things to you at work. And you're like, oh, I need this check though. <laughs> I need this check. I'm not gonna say nothing, but it's like getting to a point where things are coming to a head. And it seems like all of this is going to really come to the breaking point or the boiling point within the next few months. So it's going to be up to you. I forget who else had a reading similar to this. I think it was Taurus who had a reading where it was talking about really speaking up for yourself and standing up for yourself. And this is kind of what is being shown here that you're in this hostile environment. Things are going to be coming to a head, coming to that culmination or not that culmination, that climax, rather that climactic moment in the next few months. And it's going to be up to you to find that courage to stand up for yourself. You can't continue to allow this person or these people in this particular situation to attack you libra libra stand up stop playing stand up you are strong you are powerful and it may seem as if the people in this particular situation have like an up or like a you know they have something over you or they're able to kind of like exert their power over you and that makes you feel as if you have to bend to their will or you have to really take their shit and you you don't you you do not have to do that it is time for you to figure out how it is that you can find that courage to stand up for yourself and to fight back and this particular situation and showing them that they can't walk all over you so yeah whatever this situation is it's it's coming to a specific climactic moment within the next few months and I think you can feel the energy of this happening in your life as well Hi Scorpio and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have are Six Chakra Archangel Metatron and Ask Your Angels. So with the Six Chakra card, I actually had to pull up the book because I have never seen this card before and I'm also not familiar with this particular Archangel. Now the book says when this card appears upright, it indicates a much greater clarity in your thought process and an expanded perspective towards broader horizons. So new perceptions are taking hold and the clouds of confusion are clearing. In some ways, this could be a new beginning for you're on your way to developing a deeper insight about what's going on in your life and why. I think coupled with the Ask Your Angels card, this is a really good card that reminds you to ask for what you want. Ask for what you need help with, ask for what you want, and don't be afraid to actually call on your angels when you're in this 3D physical world. I think oftentimes when we are experiencing life and we're going through, you know, the day-to-day -day things of like having to buy groceries and having to buy gas and doing our taxes and, you know, just taking care of 
all of these things that we deal with as humans, we forget that we have angels and we forget that we have guides that we can ask for help from. We forget that there are other beings in this specific universe, in this multiverse that we can actually call on and say, hey, I need help with this thing or I'm looking for a sign from this thing. So if you are thinking about your life, especially through the context of the new moon in Scorpio and thinking about what it is that you want and manifest, what it is that you're calling in and maybe what it is that you're pivoting in life with. So maybe you were working on something for a really long time and now you're like, you know what? I actually want to go in this particular direction instead and you're making a pivot. Ask your guides for help. Ask them for confirmation. Is this really, you know, where I'm supposed to go? Is this really what I'm being led towards? Now, I will say that when we talk about asking our guides for help, it's less about putting the power and placing the power outside of ourselves, but it's more about really learning to trust your guides, learning to interact with them, converse with them, have that relationship with them because they are always there and they are always supporting you, whether you feel it or you believe it or you interact with them now or not. As you're navigating maybe this new beginning, whatever the case is for you, Scorpio, because this card also talks about this being a good time to focus on your personal vision and what you want in your life and what your life should look like or you want your life to look like rather in the next few years. As you're thinking about that, call on your guides for help and remember that you have them there. Maybe this means doing a meditation. Maybe this means doing some journaling or maybe this means just simply asking for a particular sign. But remember, your guides are always there to support you. And yeah, just ask them for help. Hi Sagittarius and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you have say indecision and also no. And I will also say that it is a no card with the exclamation mark. Like they, it's, it's screaming. It's giving a very loud no. Okay. It's giving a very loud no. So in the indecision card, we have someone who is in like this red hooded thing. It's giving very much little red riding hood and there are two paths. So this person is in the middle and you can see that there are two particular roads that that they're faced with taking and both of the roads are labeled unknown so it's sort of like okay do I go this way and you know what happens there I don't know do I go this way and I still don't know what happens on this path and I'm kind of stuck I'm in the middle so you're right now probably facing a specific decision that you are mulling over maybe you've been asking your friends and family you know should I do this thing should I not do this thing and you're kind of trying to figure out where to go because it almost feels as if you don't want to make the wrong decision and you feel very much like you're stuck at the crossroads and you're not sure which specific path to take. Now, I will say, I totally believe that there is no like wrong path. I think all of the decisions that we make, even if we end up with a life that we don't particularly love or a life that doesn't feel like we are fulfilled, I think that in and of itself is a lesson, right? That might be, and I believe in multiple lives and karma and coming back and reincarnation, all these different things. So I also in some ways believe that you can come back and choose to make decisions that may lead you to a more fulfilled life and a more fulfilled experience here on earth. But I don't think that any decision is wrong, nor do I think any decision is right. I think whatever is aligned with you and aligned with your energy, go with that. And, you know, that might be the one that we label as right. That being said, your card here says no. So I'm not sure what the decision is that you are mulling over, what the decision is 
is that you are contemplating. However, this is a very strong no. Now, I, I always get nervous with the yes and no cards because it's kind of like, I mean, I really got to know the particulars of a situation <laughs> before I'm sitting here telling y'all like, yes, do that thing or no, don't do that thing. But the card is, it jumped out. It literally flew out of the pile as I was shuffling the cards. So what I will say, Sagittarius, is what might be helpful for you is making maybe like a pros and cons list and making like a yes and no list. Like what would happen or what are some of the consequences, some of the things that you would have to experience or deal with that you hypothesize hypothesize if you were to make this decision if you were to like take the yes route and what would be some things that you may possibly experience if you take the no route and kind of compare the two we do not know everything and we can't you know predict the future because every single like mini decision that you make creates a different path it creates a whole new set of possibilities a whole new set of infinite possible experiences that you may or may not get to have in this life so whatever the case is I don't think you can make a wrong decision here but I do think that you need to make a decision you need to stick to a path you need to decide you need to commit you need to choose and if it is the no path like this particular card suggests then so be it choose that path and move forward with courage knowing that you made a decision and things will work out as they should Hello, hello, my Capricorn, Sun, Moon, and Risings, and welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you guys have are the world and yes. Now in the world card, it is such a beautiful card. Like you have this guy who's standing on like a, a deck or, you know, the little like wooded parts where you dock the boats. I do not know for the life of me what that's called. It's like slipping my mind right now, but he's standing on like that particular like dock area. Um, it might just be called a dock and he's looking up and he can see see the world and it's illuminated and his head is illuminated and in this yes card you have this angel who's like holding up her arms holding up her palms and there is like this bird in between and all of these bright lights and she's smiling and it's a big old yes these cards together are this beautiful reminder that the world is your oyster it's such a cliche saying i know but literally the world is your oyster whatever you can think of whatever you can conceptualize whatever you can imagine what Whatever is like really tugging at your heart to be born or to be manifested, to be created in this world, you can create. And I want to remind you of that because again, there can be so many different times where we allow ourselves to either self-sabotage or to be like, oh my gosh, you know, this dream I have is like way too big, or I don't think I can do this. I don't think I have enough resources or whatever, whatever. And all of these things can be valid excuses that we may not have access to particular resources or to certain things that we would would want to make the journey of bringing that manifestation to life easier, but that does not mean that it is not possible for you. I was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day talking about this because I was like, oh, I have all of these big dreams and these big visions for what I want to do. And I do this thing where I'll like dream really big. I'll get super excited. I'll be chatting with a friend about it, chatting with my mom about it. And I'm just literally, I can feel myself getting visibly excited, but then it's like, oh wait, like maybe I should bring it back down to earth a little bit. Like who's to say I can do this? Who's to say I can bring bring that to life who's to say I can manifest this and that is what you're doing Capricorn or that is maybe something that you possibly have done in the past that you need to really work on not doing anymore it is such a very like sneaky form of self-sabotage that self-talk where we're trying to quote-unquote bring ourselves back down to earth and as an earth sign I think that can be something where you feel like I should ground myself I shouldn't be too much in like you know the Pisces vibes and up in the air and dreamy or whatever but no like allow 
yourself to dream and allow yourself to dream big, you are a sign that is very hardworking, very dedicated, very committed. So if there is anyone who can bring this to life, who can actually like really go at it, it's you. It is literally you. It's not like you're going out there and just doing this thing with like no plan and no no particular like vision of how you're going to get there. You can absolutely build this thing and you can absolutely create it. I want to just remind you the world is your oyster. Whatever you're thinking about doing or starting, bringing to life, conceptualizing, if you've had a big dream that you are literally like going over and over and over in your head, like, can I actually do this? Is this actually meant for me? Like, it seems like such a big daunting thing for me to have to do or a, such a big daunting dream for me to take on the answer is yes there's there's no mistake this is meant for you if you want to claim it and if you want to take it and if not you don't have to but I want you to know do not stop yourself from going after this vision or this dream because you think it's too big for you it's, it's not too big for you like I said if anyone can bring this to life it's you and the answer is yes like the world is literally your oyster go after whatever it is that you are dreaming of Hello, my Aquarius, Sun, Moon, and Rising. So welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you guys have are Blossoming Abundance and Within the Next Few Months. Now, the Blossoming Abundance card showcases this beautiful garden. It's like kind of mossy and there's like sun shining through and it's sparkly and there are all of these flowers blossoming and there are birds and butterflies and it's just a really beautiful space that's showing you all of the plants that are coming to life and all of the life that is coming to life literally in this ecosystem that is the garden and this blossoming abundance card coupled with the within the next few months card lets me know that you have been working on many different things in your life in order to help call in more abundance. Maybe you've been working on your money stories. Maybe you have been updating your budget. I mentioned that was something that I was doing at the start of this particular episode. Maybe you have been working on saving more or making smarter financial investments. So coupled with the Scorpio new moon and partial solar eclipse, there really is this energy here of you wanting to get your money together. You might have really big dreams of how much abundance and wealth you want to accumulate in this life of maybe building building a legacy with that, building a business with that, being able to give back to the community, to your parents, to your family, to your friends with that money, with that abundance and with that overflow. And this really is showing me that you have been sowing the seeds over time. You've been putting in the work, okay? You have been putting in the work. Can't nobody say you didn't work hard for what you got, okay? Because literally that's what the vibe is giving me here that you've been putting in the work. And it sounds like, and it seems like within the next few months, you are going to see more of the like the actual tangible results of the work that you've been putting in you might be seeing signs here and there so it could be 888 818 maybe you're even seeing signs like 555 indicating that change is coming or 777 or 7777 or maybe even 444 literally all of the angel numbers okay so you might be seeing angel numbers and you might be getting signs but what is happening in the next few months is that you're actually going to have like the tangible results for this particular abundance you're going to actually see the money starting to come in you're going to see you know either the raises at work maybe you'll get a new offer financially for a brand new job maybe your business starts to take off and actually starts to turn a profit just all of these different things are going to start to happen to really show you that your hard work is paying off all of the spiritual work that you've been doing the physical labor the mental labor the time and energy that you've been putting into cultivating your garden into sowing your seeds you literally planted these seeds maybe they were years ago months ago a decade 
ready to go. Like you planted these seeds and you've been watering your garden. You've been going out there every single day, rain or shine, tending to your garden and making sure that you were actually cultivating these beautiful things that you see yourself experiencing in this life. And now it is literally your time to shine. It is now your time to actually see your garden blossoming, to see, you know, the, the plants that are sprouting up from the ground, to see the flowers that are budding, to see this ecosystem that is actually being created and has been created and generated from your hard work and from your energy that you've been putting into whatever it is that you are cultivating in your life. So I'm super excited for you, Aquarius. And of course, I'm an Aquarius rising too. So you know this we really resonates, girl. Okay. But you are literally calling in every single thing meant for you. And really the focus here is on that abundance. Hello, hello, Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising. Welcome to your reading. So the two cards that you guys have are victory and don't stop. This is this is clear. Okay, all of the readings actually have been pretty clear, except for the one where it was like Archangel or something and I had to look it up and I was like, I don't know what this is. But Pisces, this is super, super, super clear and such a beautiful reading as well. I love this for you. So the cards are saying, don't stop. Literally keep going with whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever goals, manifestations that you are pursuing, whatever it is that you're calling in, the energy, the time, the effort, the dedication, the commitment that you're putting forth towards the specific reality and this thing that you want to experience, it will be yours. You will literally have victory at the end of it. It can be really hard sometimes to keep going in the waiting period, right? So in, in the in-between time, so where we are now and our manifestation, like being able to actually experience that in that in-between when you are still working on calling it in, when you're still working on releasing and letting go, where you're doing all the journaling, where you're doing all of this work, but you're not necessarily necessarily seeing as much results as you'd like to see. Maybe you feel like you're not making as much progress as you'd like to make. Maybe you thought that you would be further along by now. You're like, okay, I've been at this thing for like a year or two years or six months or whatever. And it is not coming to fruition yet. Like what the heck is going on? I want you to know that you should not stop. You should absolutely keep going. If this is something that you are very, very passionate about, and it seems like it's something that you are super passionate about, that you care about a lot, that you really want to experience and you really want to have in your life. If that is the case, don't stop. Do not give it up. There are so many stories um, and I always, you know, talk about like entrepreneurship and stuff like that because this is like my favorite example, but so many stories of entrepreneurs who tried so many times to start successful businesses and quote unquote failed. You know, we see a lot of the successful stories of the people who raise all this money or who start a business and then it goes like viral and it blows up and all of a sudden like they are, you know, they have such a huge profitable like multi-million dollar business in like a year or something like that and those are beautiful stories but often what people forget to talk about is all of the years leading up to that how many businesses did that person start you know how many careers did they actually have before that did they quit multiple jobs before that were they searching for that thing before they actually found it you know you don't see the nights that they spent in their bedroom crying being frustrated feeling like a failure feeling like they should give up feeling like they don't know what the hell they're doing you don't see all of that what you do see at the end when they reach that successful point where people are praising them, you see people asking, well, how did you do it? How did you get here? And the answer is they didn't give up. They kept going. When they fell down, when they fell off, when that thing failed, when it didn't work out, when they didn't know what they were doing, they 
kept going. They kept pushing forward. They kept going because they were passionate about what they were creating. They were passionate about that reality that they saw for themselves. So Pisces, this is you. This is you. And the cards are saying, don't stop. Victory is there. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know when it's going to happen for you. But if you really do love this thing and you really care about what you're building and what you're manifesting, it's not a matter of time. It's going to happen for you. So allow yourself to enjoy the journey in the meantime. All right, my loves, that is our October energy report. This one was a really long one, so I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, of course, please, please, please leave a five-star review for this podcast down below, whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify. If you're listening on any other app or device or program software or whatever, uh, then I don't think you can leave a review, or maybe you can now, I don't know, but leave a review, a five-star review if you can. I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you, my loves, for being here. I am starving. This episode took so much longer to record than I thought it was I don't know why in my head I was like oh this is gonna take like two hours to record and edit girl the lies I tell myself the lies I tell myself but anyways I'm gonna go have some dinner I appreciate y'all so so much thank you for being here again and I will chat with you in the very next episode bye my loves What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali